and welcome to the Common Geeking Program. We are a book club style podcast where each episode we discuss a different topic from our own geeky and nerdy perspectives. Uh, I am your host as usual, Jeff Levitt, and uh, this week, we uh, a, a few months ago, we, we did an episode where we had... Uh, uh, Colin explained the plot, uh, the very convoluted plot of Tenet to us, and uh, that was a lot of fun. So we were like, "Hey, let's let's find something else that's really convoluted and have someone explain it to us." And uh, this this month, the form that that is taking is uh, Chowder is going to be explaining the plot of Final Fantasy VII, which is not by any means a niche piece of media. But Jocelyn and I are dirty casuals when it comes to video games, so uh, yeah. <laughs> all I know about Final Fantasy VII is. Cloud and Sephiroth? Question mark. He's yeah. also in this one, right? Is, is okay, he in cool. This one? I also know uh, that there's six before this, and we're not probably not going to talk much about those, are we? Yeah, we're not going to. Well, yeah, they're unrelated, right? That's yeah. That's all, all, I, all the yeah. Final Fantasy games, like all the mainline Final Fantasy games, are unrelated to each other. Uh, Which is why you have man. bullshit like fucking ten two and stuff like that, right? Unless you got ten two or. Yeah. 13 2 or some bullshit like that but otherwise yeah but yeah i mean i i fucking already introduced them sort of but uh, yeah i'm joined by chowder and jocelyn do you guys want to say anything on your own behalf <laughs> i i would like to say what i'm gonna be talking about is final fantasy 7 remake and that is actually going to be a important distinction between oh yeah uh, I, I i know a between, little bit about that okay between remake and uh original fascinating are you going to yeah. break down those differences for us uh yes I am uh and he and like uh the thing I uh struggled with initially was like going should I just explain Final Fantasy VII original and then explain remake or but that would take too long so the plan is for me to run through like uh some of the history and then talk about Final Fantasy VII remake and then like uh interject with like important changes and significant additions and stuff uh as I run through Final Fantasy. 7 remake and i hope that works for like giving you the understanding context that's important okay yeah Perfect. that works i'm here for it i'm so excited um, to go in knowing very little yeah right i was like i was like oh i know some stuff about final fantasy 7 and then i thought about it and i was like no i guess really all i know is that the cloud is in it and sephiroth i think is in it and that's pretty much the <laughs> i know cloud has a girlfriend oh i mean cloud him. Cloud has an option of like uh two love interests it's a, it's and an then like option? You don't uh, have to date uh Yeah, Aerith? Jocelyn, that you that's don't have to date Aerith. You could choose Tifa in the in oh, the original Tifa too. Yeah, and in the original game there was like if you made certain choices, you could end up going on a date with Barrett, which was played for comedy, but like Wolf. Uh, Barrett's a, a guy, I'm assuming, yes. by, by context. Barrett's a guy, but but like the thing is, I've been ship, I've been shipping a poly relationship between Cloud, Aerith, Tifa, and Barrett my whole <laughs> life. So, That's good. all right, all right, we're getting so into the excited. weeds here a little bit. <laughs> so let's gonna uh, we're going to start off. We're going to start off by Chowder kind of summarizing and discussing and bringing us through, and we'll uh, we'll interject with our uh, with our thoughts and questions as we go along and then we'll end off with our rating section where i guess in 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 this format it, it's mostly going to be uh rating how much more interested jocelyn and i are into playing this game based on chowder's description which is a little bit different than we usually do it but it, it'll be a good time you guys want to move on into the summary let's go sure 
All right, Shouter, you wanna you wanna break us down <clears throat> Final Fantasy VII Remake Edition, and uh, yeah, I'll let you fucking start wherever you want. I don't I don't know anything about this nonsense. Go yeah, ahead. so the original game came out for the PlayStation, and it was a big game changer. The graphics were like mind blowing for their time, and the story I I believe is timeless. It's a it's a very good story that uh, this is the one where he's got fucking like polygon hands, right? Like that. that yeah, yeah the... exactly. Okay. Yeah, I know. That, I was about to get to that. The, the thing okay. is, the, gra- the graphics, the graphics haven't exactly aged well. Uh, you know, a oh, lot of the no. game mechanics hasn't quite aged well. The story, I believe, has aged incredibly well. But so, like, you know, like uh, a- after like Final Fantasy VII became huge, people were clamoring. We want a remake. We want a game that like updates all the visuals so that like more people can get into it without like, or so that like we can play it again uh, the way we kind of imagined it in our mind, right? And mm-hmm. uh, important note about the original release because like the game was so big and technology was uh, less what it is now. The game when you bought it bought, came on multiple discs. Uh, this oh, yeah. will be significant. <laughs> That's wild. Is that precedented at all at that time or since? Oh yeah, that no. Uh, yeah, that, that, was that a big is a pre- thing. For yeah, big, like big games. So gotcha. Yeah, and like yeah, okay. I guess that sounds right. Kind of like how Titanic used to be on two VHSs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of course. I don't think I ever had Titanic on VHS. <laughs> it was weird, man. <laughs> but I de- I definitely remember that with some movies. Yeah. yeah. It was like if they were after a certain length of time, they and yeah. Or like a, a you know half of it was like a B side on the fucking disc. Yeah. All right, so technology and like <laughs> and over the years, like whenever Square Enix would like uh, show off a new engine or like show do like a tech demo for a game console, they'd always use like the opening scene from uh, Final Fantasy VII to like kind of show. This is what this can do, and it's like a cock tease for people. Like <laughs> every so, they're just like, "This is what the graphics would look like if we were doing this game on this system." Yeah, but we're not. <laughs> but we're not exactly the pe- and like around That's the PS3, so people fucked. were like demanding it. that shit because like uh, the the original game was showing his age. Uh, cut to like many years later, and a few of uh, the failures of Final Fantasy 13 and 15, which had long troubled developments uh they they announce final fantasy 7 remake and everyone's like excited and they're like part one the what we're gonna do is part one is gonna cover everything that happens on disc one and and everyone's like uh okay sure like because like you know so it's basically like half the game right i like um, that's what it sounded like like uh, a third of a game actually, at the time actually a third yeah. of a game oh gotcha game. Woof. yeah but like everyone's still excited because like it's this something. is something it's something everyone has wanted okay god could have come down and said do not buy this game and it would still make money <laughs> did had there had had there fucking been any uh, other Final Fantasy remakes prior to this? No. Or was that the first one? Gotcha. No. So it's not like Pokemon where like every few years they're like, here's your fucking third version of, of Gen 1. Yeah. Next year is your third version of Gen 2. Yeah, no. <laughs> and here's here's the thing. Like part of the reason they couldn't like remake Final Fantasy 7 was that like 
uh, Square lost the fucking source code for the game, and it's like, Whoa. Yeah. whoopsie like, daisy. One, one, Oops. one of the most <laughs> influential, important games they lose the goddamn source code for. So, like, if they lost, like, legally lost, no, no, or lost, lost like, like lost, whoops, can't find like, it, lost, can't, can't find it, lost, it's gone forever. And, uh, and, and, and it's like, so Square. So, like, if they want to remake it, it would be costly because they basically have to make mm-hmm. it from scratch. Uh, right. And it's not... Because the cheap parts of it were, like, the fucking writing and the character designs and shit like that. Like, <laughs> the stuff that they wouldn't... That they would have already had some basis for yeah. were not the most expensive parts of it, I imagine. Yeah, so, you know, this new game's gonna have, like, incredible graphics and, like, like dialogue that's rewritten so that it's not as stilted as it was because early days of video games and uh, a new combat system that wasn't the turn-based that was Final Fantasy 7 but more action-based and so a lot of hype for this game and that brings us to the actual game itself I have no- <laughs> I have many a notes Chatter's got notes <laughs> <laughs> at least one of us does uh, well, we're not supposed to have notes. We're going in blind, baby. How could I have notes? I feel like I should be taking notes because I feel like it's going to get like very confusing otherwise, but I'm not going to take notes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got the, we open up and it's the opening cutscene, and it is like shot for shot and it's in beautiful HD and oh, it's great. I, I'm loving it. You know, so a, I sense a butt coming. No, no butt right now. No butt right now. A train comes. Damn, I like butts. <laughs> and I cannot lie. God but like, damn it. A, a train com- comes to a station and like out pops out uh, the members of an eco-rebel uh, group called uh, Avalanche. We see Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse. They were characters who had a very small part in the original game, but get to be expanded upon uh, in this. So good stuff and like Bar- okay. and Barrett comes out and he calls down Cloud and he does like the big fancy pose that he did in the original game except it's not now, who, who the fuck is Barrett Barrett would be uh, the leader that's... of Avalanche and like one of the main gotcha gotcha okay cool, and cool, Cloud's cool. boyfriend <laughs> and uh you know they show off the new combat system and and they're like doing a bombing mission right like Cloud is a mercenary hired by Barrett to help them out because Cloud used to work for this corporation called Shinra, which basically rules everything because, like, they're big and powerful and they have access to these uh, these sources of powers called Mako, which is, like, the planet's life force that they use to basically power everything. Ener- uh, electricity, uh, cars, uh, just about everything. And so... They have their own paramilitary force. It's very cyberpunk like that. And uh, interesting. But it all comes at the cost of like the fact that they're draining the pa- planet's life force, and that ain't healthy. So yeah, it sounds not ideal. <laughs> I wonder what that's a metaphor for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, so they they go off on this mission, and you know, fight through some dudes, go through the first boss fight, and like they plant the bomb, and they escape before the timer goes off, and. The, bo- the blast ends up being much bigger than uh, they had anticipated and causes a lot of uh, collateral damage. As they're making way- their way through the crowds that have appeared, 
Cloud has an hallucination of Sephiroth. And here is an important distinction that needs to be made. Sephiroth in the original game was a twist. Like, he does not... Uh, he is only mentioned in a couple of sentences in the first disc. Uh, you only realize he's a thing until the end, and you don't even meet him until much later after the first disc. Mm-hmm. So... And what's what's his whole thing, or is that that coming later to be revealed? Uh, like I know he's got a big sword, but what what is he fucking? What's he about in this fucking climate change? Yeah, like what is he about? Uh, what is he eco terrorism? Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. What Sephiroth, is he all for? Se- what's his star sign? <laughs> so yeah, Sephiroth's thing is that he he was a part of like Shinra's highest ranking military force called soldier which was like this super soldier uh thing and cloud used to be a part of it too uh and then and they're, they're the main thing in the super soldier thing i imagine was just giving them unnecessarily large swords yep yeah, yeah the yeah. the unnecessarily large po- swords seem to be part of the super soldier thing cool love that for them like he went crazy and uh started killing people and was planned to and destroy the world but same he died before that could happen, and everyone thought he was dead, but then... But Surprise! That, that's not relevant to later. So, the Cloud's, like, hallucinating, like, seeing Sephiroth, and it's... And, like, this never happens in the original game, because, again, Sephiroth was a twist villain, and thus, you don't really meet him until much later. But this time around, they know people love him, so they're gonna put him in it more. Yeah, and so, right. like, here, they're all, they <laughs> They do. A, They're like, you already know he's coming, so here's some foreshadowing that you could have used more. ten years ago. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. So, like, here they're just like, oh, we're not even bothering with the foreplay. We're just going into Sephiroth morotically tormenting Cloud. <laughs> oh boy! I love this. Uh, Cloud eventually, uh, Cloud snaps out of the hallucination, and like, uh, as he's like uh, joining back up with the rest of the group group because they had to split up to not draw suspicion to themselves uh he meets Aaron. and another significant difference is like she's being surrounded by these ghosts that no one can see and these ghosts weren't in the original game hmm. like not at not, all not just not till not, later not at all like not not even a little bit and that is pretty significant <laughs> but you know uh cloud uh, sees the ghosts too he leads her away from the ghosts and then they get found by shinra Aerith runs runs away and cloud like escapes Shinra. Uh, he meets up with the rest of Avalanche on the train, where uh, Barrett explains a little more about uh, the world, uh, Shinra's control over it, how they're uh, using Mako to suck the planet dry, and also the infrastructure of Midgar. It's split into several sectors, with like a, a upper echelon, all the upper echelon like being on top of those sectors, built on a plate, so it's like all, everybody who isn't like rich lives in the basement of the city while everyone else gets to like be on top. So it's, it's the city is built on a very on the nose way. <laughs> I wonder what that's a metaphor. For. <laughs> so, they return to the hideout and that's where we meet best girl Tifa. Cause Tifa. you know, we, all, we also, and she, she's a part of the eco terrorist organization or yeah, what? Yeah. She, kind of is like she like uh she's like where they meet up and she like she's the one who connected them with cloud but she's not like a part of it if that 
make she's not right she's not like part of the gang she's like the fucking organizer organizer person or whatever and we also meet like barrett's adopted daughter marlene who's uh like this uh adorable four-year-old little girl and also and is the four-year-old girl an eco-terrorist no bummer (laughs) but okay but like uh i I want to interject out of any character who has like gotten a glow up it's barrett like if anyone really benefited from this remake it's it's definitely him like in the original game he was an important character with like cool with a good story but also he was kind of the token black character who got overshadowed by the bigger stories and also looked Oof. a little bit like Mr. T. Oof. <laughs> but like that's the the only black person that they had to model him after at the time. <laughs> but no, here they really improve upon his character. Like they keep what's like really appealing about him from the original, but also like expand more on it. And is Marlene and, a, a new character, or was she also uh, in, the, in the original? Oh, uh, Marlene was al- always in the original. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, you know, he's got, like, this big dad er- dad energy to him. And also, he's, like, a lot more... He, like, he brings his, like, eco-terrorist beliefs to the front- forefront. So, you know, you get a better sense of, like, who he is. Like, if... Like, I really like Barrett, and I'm so glad he got got the treatment he did. I especially like when he, like, takes off his glasses and he just reveals that he has these beautiful eyes. And I'm like, God damn! <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, unlike in the original, uh, a- after Cloud gets paid for that mission, Barrett doesn't hire Brinkin for the follow-up they're going to do. Cloud and Tifa kind of go around the city and do some side quest stuff that so that they can like expand a little upon the first disc, because this game only covers that. And uh, then we go on a detour with Big Wedge, and Jesse. Uh, and this detour wasn't in the original game, but it feels like something that would be in the original game. And it gets to expand upon the, those three characters who didn't get a lot, uh, in the original. Uh, so, you know, all good stuff. We get a flashback that was in a different scene, but was put, uh, somewhere here where, where we get to see like Cloud and Tifa's like, uh, childhood, uh, scene from the childhood, and it's a really great scene that, like, recreate it and, like, pretty much justifies why I have this remake, because in the original, it's an important scene, but also, like, because of the technology, you can't really give it the oomph that, like, it has here, so good stuff. It's like, oh yeah, it's meant meant to be sweet and touching, but everyone does have polygons for hands, so you don't really get the full effect. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, good stuff. So they get back to Sector 7. Sector 7? Oh shit, we're into Transformers now, let's go. Get out of here. Anyways. Yeah, no. <laughs> Anyways, but now, like, those ghosts that we see, that we're seeing around Earth are now all over Sector 7, and, like... Our heroes uh, and like the main party has to like fight the ghosts, but there's too many. And then Jesse gets hurt, and uh, and when she gets hurt, all the ghosts leave. And Barrett's like, "Ah oh, man, we need a replacement. Cloud, I'll hire you to, who take her place in the upcoming mission." And and no one gives a fuck about the fact that like unexplainable ghosts just attacked. It's like, well, this really puts a hamper in our eco-terrorist plan. I mean, what can you do? Nobody really understands what these yeah, things are. Fair uh, enough. And so Cloud goes on the mission like he was originally supposed to. So they go plant the bomb, but oh no, it's an ambush. The Shinra organization or company is 
like we are uh, putting this out live or show the audience that they can come to us for protection and we are going to uh, make you out to be the bad guys, e- even though they were actually part of part of the contributing factor to why the bomb explosion was bigger than it was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Uh, I mean, they were still trying to set up a bomb. They were though, still right? trying to set up a bomb. <laughs> you know, casually. <Okay. laughs> just, just to be real clear. Yeah, here. <laughs> no, the plan was to just, like, uh, jam the control systems, not, like, straight up blow the whole thing to Kingdom Come. Oh, I see. Which is what ended up happening. Uh, anyways, gotcha. so the they fight the boss, next boss on live television, and, you know, all, along the way, Barrett's, like, practicing his... Uh, uh, what he's gonna say to the cameras so that like avalanche looks good <laughs> it's really funny i love that and like when the machine is des- is destroyed it like destroys the walkway they were walking on tifa and baird were able to uh, get to solid ground but cloud like falls from like all the way from the upper echelon to uh to and crashes through the ceiling of a church and bed of flowers like cushions his fall as one does as one does. Classic. And that's where he meets Aerith again. You know, they ha- have a little back and forth. And another thing I really like is that they really captured Aerith's personality well. Like, the stereotype is that she's, like, soft, uh, healing mage. But uh, the reality is she's actually quite uh, spunky. She's not like the Virgin Mary type. She's, like, uh, she has, like, a lot of depth to her character. And I think they really get that across she like teases cloud a lot and it's great and that's when the turks which are like uh black ops agents for shinra basically the cia come up and with reno (laughs) uh, with uh, one of the main guys main turks reno who uh uh, want to like capture Aerith. and Aerith uh tell asks cloud to bring her home and protect her and and she'll pay him and and so they uh, make their escape. Along the way, they come across the ghost, but they're not attacking this time. It, the only thing they really do is keep Cloud from killing Reno, and that's it. Interesting. And so they make it to Eric's house where Cloud meets her mom. And uh, uh, let's see, she convinces him to stay the night. And uh, uh, while he, uh, Cloud is alone, Eric's mom says to him, Hey, I don't like that she's getting caught up in all this dangerous shit. And Cloud's like... Fair enough. I'll sneak out. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that fucking checks out. There's ghosts. I've got a big sword. My hair is all animated. This is not yeah, the place exactly. for this person to be. And he, dr- he does try, <laughs> and he tries to sneak out, but like Aerith catches up with them, and uh, it, yeah, he's not he's not a particularly inconspicuous no, no, design, no. I would say. Uh, anyway, anyways, uh, so on their way to uh, back to Sector Seven. Uh, we learn a little bit more about Aerith uh, as she talks about, like, a person she used to know named Zack. And uh, they spot uh, Tifa being taken away uh, on a chocobo-drawn carriage to Don Corneo's mansion. Chocobo. And they explain that, like, Don Corneo is, like, this slimy-ass crime boss. So, like, we got to figure out what the hell's going slimy on. Slimy-ass crime boss. Oh, yeah. Slimy-ass, baby. <laughs> Shout it. <laughs> He does all the slimy ass crimes. He does oh, all. Oh, I mean, you're uh, not. I will explain to you 
later. But right. wait, so I like they're wait, intrigued wait, 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 and wait. horrified. Does Jeff know what a chocobo is? A chocobo is like because I feel like that's important here. It's like this fantasy bird that's kind of like an ostrich, but way the fuck more adorable, and comes with this. They're like, sur- so cute. And comes like with the, the surf rock theme, and it's great. Uh, they're so cute. So. What you look like, motherfucker. Yeah, I just so, feel like we went through that part really quickly, and I was like, "Oh, but they're cute. We should oh, talk yeah. about how cute they are." <laughs> Pretty cute. All right. They look like they look like what you would expect a uh, a freshly hatched uh, chick to to uh, grow up into instead of turning into just an ugly ass chicken. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm how, how dare you insult chickens? Chickens are adorable. But <laughs> I, I'm just saying, chocobos are cuter than chickens. That's all I'm saying. Okay, fair. But so, uh, Cloud and or. Cloud and Aerith are like, we got to figure out what's going on. So they go to Walmart. Excuse me? Walmart. I was explaining what Walmart is. Walmart is like. Yeah, it's fucking called Walmart. Like Walmart. It's the dumbest shit I've ever goddamn heard. How long has Walmart been around? This game was released in 1994. Oh, Walmart's older than 94, right? When when did Walmart come out? It was established in 1962. Yeah, okay, I was going to say, it was like definitely before the fucking 90s. <laughs> it was incorporated in 69. Okay. Uh, nice. So, yeah, definitely uh, ripping off Walmart. <laughs> okay, but... He- you know, for the longest time, I, like in movies and stuff, whenever I, like, there was a movie that had a Walgreens in it, and I legitimately, because we didn't have Walgreens in our fucking area for the longest time, mm-hmm. I legitimately thought that Walgreens was like, just like a fucking uh, legal safe off-brand Walmart to use in, in, in that movie. And then I fucking encountered a real Walgreens and I was like, I didn't know that was a real place. Yes, no. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, Wal- Walmart is like this sleazy underbelly. I wonder what that's Just like the real Walmart. Say. Yeah. <laughs> wonder what the metaphor for that was. <laughs> and, and we learned that Corneo is looking for a Bride, and uh, gross. And he only entertains women with an endorsement from these three major uh, people. So they managed to get an endorsement for Aerith, but now they need to figure out how to get an endorsement for Cloud. So what they do is dress Cloud up. I'm like- sorry. What? <laughs> Why? Wait, 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 wait. Maybe, I, maybe I was okay. fucking not listening or something. Why the fuck are they trying to marry off Aerith to some random they're, sleaze dude okay. in Walmart? No, no, they're they're not trying to marry off Aerith to Aerith. some sleaze dude. They're they're trying to get into the mansion, but like you know, mansions heavily guarded. It's like oh, it's like a heist I, thing. I it's like a heist I thing. See. Yeah, I, I. So under the pretense of so, why does fucking Cloud have to? Wait, why is Cloud also have to get married to this guy? Because he's a pretty boy, and he needs to be in because he's the muscle. He, he needs he needs to be in there, but he's a dude, and so Corneo's not gonna let him in. So, oh my goodness! Oh, so they're gonna fucking they're, they're gonna they're, dress they're, him they're gonna, up like a, <laughs> they're gonna dress him up like a woman, get him an endorsement, oh all right, and sneak and, him in, it. and it's and it's hilarious because like uh, you know Cloud is just super self serious dude. And he's having to do this. <laughs> and, and like, Aerith is, like, teasing him about it a lot, and it's funny as hell. Uh, That's very good. And and so they get in, they meet Tifa, and she's, like, surprised to see Cloud in, in a dress, which is, again, funny. Uh, 
And Corneo comes down. He's like, you know, his sleazy motherfucker self. And he picks Cloud to be his bride. And then, like, just... Get wrecked. And, like, just uh, goes to his henchmen. You can have the rest. And, uh, and like... Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, so, like, Cloud goes with Corneo. Tifa and Aerith uh, fight their way through a bunch of henchmen. And at one, and at one point, like, uh, Aerith, like beats one dude with a steel chair and it's great that is nice. peak Aerith it's peak Aerith energy right there classic Aerith beating up people with chairs yeah yeah and and another thing I want to uh, dress upon is that Aerith and Tifa have a really good like dynamic between each other like they may be it may be like a love triangle but they're clearly the best of friends gal pals gal pals yes just gals well, being pals. Just gals being pals. <laughs> uh, is it any surprise that... What's fans... better than this? Just a couple of gals being pals. <laughs> <laughs> is it any surprise that the fans like to ship the two together? Because, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, just they... gals being pals. Yeah. No LGBT <laughs> stuff here. Clearly not. <laughs> Clearly no. not. <laughs> so, so, you know, they... Fuck... Not in the 90s, Jocelyn. Come on now. And not in the remake that came out, was it last year? Uh, yeah, the remake came out last year. Yeah, yeah. Do, so, do they get to be gay finally? Spoiler alert. No, I'm afraid oh, not. That's, that's fair. <laughs> no, Square Enix was probably not trying to, uh, you know, fucking Square, piss off all of the. Square Enix is really, really good at the not so subtle subtext. That's what they. Yeah. That's what they do. If only it was just text and not subtext. I mean, I imagine like yeah. manage- <laughs> management's like no, but the devs are like, come on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because uh, yeah. well, like, just I mean, especially when doing a remake of a game, and I'm not fucking condoning this this line of thought, but I'd imagine that you know they're like, well, this is a fucking property from the '90s, and we know if we go and like you know, quote unquote, switch characters to being gay, that people are going to get really outraged about it. I mean, Which like, is, especially they, when they're the two main love interests for the main character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, them, them being gal pals was, like, in the original game, too. This is very... It, it would be, like, one of those situations where, like, you know, the subtext was clearly there in the 90s, but then if they went and, like, hard-switched it over now, then people would be like, there was no fucking... They were just friends. Why did they have to be gays? Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because... Fucking Tifa the people and Aerith, play these uh, games are w- horrible. Make, make their way to <laughs> Corneo's room. Making their way uh, downtown, walking fast. Making the way. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm just completely derailing you, Chatter. I'm so sorry. Cloud, Cloud, like takes off the dress, and Corneo's like, "Ah, jeez, uh, I'm gonna be interrogated." And <laughs> ah, like, jeez. Whoops, whoopsie Daisy. No, like, cause like, see. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna be interrogated now. <laughs> like, cause like in the original game when Ma- Cloud made his reveal, he's like a man. While in this, he's like, ah, you were a man, and it's <laughs> and it's like, yeah, ma- that's a good change to make, simply because you know, yeah. less transphobic. But yeah. also, it's just so funny to me, right? Like, he may be a sleaze, but he's a progressive sleeve. sleaze. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway. yeah. So anyway, they, they interrogate Corneo and he reveals that like Shinra plans to drop the freaking plate on uh, Sector 7 uh, mm-hmm. and like doing so would kill everyone that lives in Sector 7. Oh no, Sector Bummer. 7. 
That's where all the people we care about live. And then he like throws open a trap door that leads them down the sewers. They make their way through the sewers. A lot of fun banter. Tifa and Arrow teasing Cloud a lot for being a sad sack. <laughs> well, when they... How could you be a sad sack with that hair and that fucking sword? <laughs> when they make their way to the pillar, they find that like Big Switch, Jesse, and Barrett are uh, trying to uh, stop Shinra from blowing up the... Uh, sector and uh, we see like wedge falling and here is an important distinction in the original he falls to his death here he like uses a grappling hook hook to like uh, slow his descent and he actually manages to live hmm. what was the reason for that like i'll get to that i'll get to that okay uh, okay <laughs> okay so so, like, Cloud and Tifa go up while uh, Wedge evacuates as many citizens as he can, and... Eric... Wait, are we still on fucking disc one? This is all disc <laughs> one. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, it's... Okay, wait, is the whole remake... Okay, we haven't gotten... Wait. Wait, the, whole re... the, the part whole two remi... came out, right? Part two never came out. The whole remake uh, right oh, now oh, okay, is still okay, on okay. part we're, two. We're just going okay. through. We're just going through. I was like, I'm, we're, I'm not, we're not fucking 40 minutes a third of the way through this discussion. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go through the whole game. Oh, okay. God. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So, no doubt, no doubt. All right. So, and like Aerith gets Marlene to her house, which is in a different sector, so it's safe. Nice. And so Cloud and Tifa go up the pillar. Along the way, they find, you know, Biggs and Jesse who die. Uh, and then they oh. fight oh. Uh, two members of the Turks, Reno from before and Rude. And the interesting thing is they win. And they, it looks like they're about to stop the uh, plate from falling, which in the original game, the plate falls. All the... Oh, fuck. Everyone in the in Sector 7, except for our main heroes and Marlene, uh, die. So... That's rough. And... And it looks like they're actually going to win. But then, like, the ghosts start coming out and, like, oh, uh, those push, ghosts. push them away. And, you know, Reno and Rude get their uh, second breath, go to the panel, blow shit up, and then escape on a helicopter. The other guys, uh, so our main heroes, like, escape uh, too, but, like, Sector 7 falls down. And, like, it's a really chilling scene. Like, Sorry, wait, describe to me again what the plate is. It's on a plate. There's a plate above it. What? What's what? The, what's the plate? All right. So did I miss that? Okay. So like all the sectors live below like just these giant massive plates, and on top of those, uh, above those plates is like the upper echelon, right? If you, I see. If you, so like, if you fucking drop the plate, you're killing both of them, basically. If if you drop the plate, you destroy the sector that's under the plate. The upper echelon is not affected, from what I understand. But yeah. That's wild, but they all do fall a fucking city's height, don't they? Yes. Uh, I would okay. have to look at the fucking <laughs> infrastructure of Midgar again to give you more definitive answers. Okay, but canonically, for through whatever fucking reason, the upper echelon does not die. Yeah. That's what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, you know, and like, uh, during like, uh, all those uh, sh uh, scenes of destruction, we see that like, Wedge had gotten uh everyone everyone he could out and like he like was going back to his house to like save his cats and we see like wedge looking up and like, wedge you dumb piece of shit it's come on come on now come on my man and come like on. wedge dies 
Uh, Wedge, you dumb piece of shit. Why did you? Wait a minute. Wait, is Wedge the one who was supposed to die earlier? Yeah, Wedge was the one who was supposed to die earlier. They changed it so he would die trying to save his cats? It was a lot of cats. I mean, that's how I'd want to go out. (laughs) Yeah, so our heroes escape and they... No, 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 we're not fucking moving on from that just yet. Excuse me. Why did, what was the reason for that change? Is there more to it There's than that? There's more to it. Oh, okay. We're going to find out that fucking the, the cats are all, are all the fucking ghosts and they time traveled back from like five minutes later or some shit like that and caused this whole thing. That's my prediction. I'm putting it in right now. Go ahead. Shadow. Okay. Our heroes escape and Barrett's going berserk because, uh, he thinks Marlene's dead, but like, uh, Cloud and Tifa assure him. No, Aerith was able to uh, uh, get Marlene to safety. And, like, they get, like, a... Like, when, like, Reno and Rude were escaping, we do see, like, Aerith being in the helicopter they were escaping on, and she was like, don't worry, she's safe. And uh, so they go to uh, Aerith's house, and, yeah, Mar- Marlene is safe, and Aerith's mother explains that uh, uh came willingly with them so that they would leave Marlene alone, and so they make a plan to, like, save Aerith the next morning. But before that, they go back to Sector 7 to see if they're, they can save any stragglers, and they find that... Save any stragglers? How? Isn't the whole city smushed? Smushed. Hmm? The whole... Yeah, the Isn't whole... the whole fucking... The whole city's smushed, but, like, you know, the shit breaks apart and... Get, oh, ju- like, okay. people trapped and... Yeah, yeah, people trapped and gotcha. all that stuff. That kind of stuff. But isn't there, like, a fucking city-weighted disc on top of it? Like, wouldn't it just kind of... I... Whatever. Go on. <laughs> Whatever. Uh... Thinking too much about that, Jeffrey. So, anyways, uh, Wedge... Wedge... Wedge survives. Survived something. Oh. Yeah, that's... Uh, did the cats survive? Uh, the cats did survive. Uh, okay. But, like, the way he survived was, like, it turns out he was on top of this, like, Shinra research facility and so like uh when the plate came down uh he basically was able to escape through that this research facility wasn't in the original game but it's basically it, the whole thing exists basically as a detour to save wedge you know they save wedge <laughs> this man has escaped a couple deaths now. <laughs> oh my god this man is unkillable. he cannot die <laughs> uh, and he is now immortal uh yeah so they leave wedge with uh Mar- or Marlene and uh, Aerith's mom, and they go make their way to the top to, like, uh, save Aerith. And, like, they recreate, like, this uh, a big sort of climbing scene from the original game, uh, uh, where in the original there was, like, a lot of puzzle-solving stuff. Here it's more like a atmospheric thing where they weigh up and uh, fight th- through some dudes. Uh, and I-, I think Barrett has this new bit of dialogue Barrett and Tifa have this new bit of dialogue where they're like uh where they're like you know Cloud I I didn't really get you but I think I do now this whole tough guy a stoic dude thing it's a front that's not who you really are and yeah that is that shows a good understanding of who Cloud is like Cloud is trying to play this aloof cool guy but really he's uh, at heart, this insecure kid with anime hair. With anime hair, yes. Do they all have anime hair? Uh, yes. No, no, actually. Okay. <laughs> so why do they all think he's a fucking tough guy when he's the only person with fucking wild ass anime? 
<laughs> yeah, wait, because, like who? Because because he's a he is a member of Soldier, you know, Super Soldier, lots of Super. All right, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Wait, and who doesn't have anime hair? Who doesn't have anime hair? Let's see. Barrett's got pretty normal hair. Tifa's just got long hair. Let's see. Aerith. Aerith's is really anime. Aerith's pretty anime. It's very Sep- big. Yeah, Sephiroth's got anime hair. Vincent's got anime hair. Vincent's not really relevant to disc one, so don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> look, they, they apply the anime hair very, so some people do, some people don't. Just let's move on. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> so they're at Shin- Shinra's headquarter, and they sneak up by, like, pretending to be tourists, and then just, like, sneaking their way up the stairs. And, like... Classic. In the... In the original game, what they did was, like, you were given a choice. Do you just want to go in guns a-blazing, fighting through the front door, or go up these stairs sneakily without having to alert anybody? And, uh, uh, you know, if you chose the stairs option, you basically ran up, like, 40 flights of stairs. (laughs) And it's it's really funny, because, like, you're running up the stairs, and, like, Barrett's complaining, and Tifo's like... (laughs) come on, we got to do this. And, you know, she's like a martial arts master, so she is, like, better at going up the stairs than everyone else. But, like, even even she eventually gets tired, and, like, everyone's just getting tired until they get to the top, and it's like, or get to where the stairs end, and it's like, oh, my God, fuck. We should (laughs) have just fought everyone. And they basically make that scene again, and it's great. I love that shit. And they meet, like, the mayor of Midgar, who turned out to be the secret informant for avalanche uh and like he was just like mad that like he was just a puppet puppet to like shinra because shinra really runs the show (laughs) like his office is even just like a small like janitor's locket locker in the shinra building (laughs) get wrecked yeah (laughs) yeah so they find uh the head scientist hojo who uh and, like, intercept him. They find Aerith and meet another member of the party, Red, who's, like, this, like, animal dude. Uh, oh. Yeah, he's, he, he's like, a member of a long-lived species of, like, cat-tiger things. Cat- uh, oh. That's news to me. <laughs> he's, like, the only non-human member of the group, so... What's his name? Are there generally a lot of non-humans in this world? Red 13. Uh, Red 13. No, there aren't a lot of non-humans in this world. or uh, So he's kind of like uh, unique, but... Whoa. He's dope looking. Oh, yeah. No, he's bad. It's fucking... uh, It's fucking... What's his name? Kovu. Well, I was going to say Chester... I was going to say Chester the Cheetah, but... (laughs) Oh! (laughs) It's like Chester the Cheetah and Kovu had a kid. It's Kovu. From Lion King 2. Oh, of course. Sorry. Yeah, and and so... <laughs> yeah. Right, sorry. The classic well-known character, Kovu, from Lion he's King a, 2. He, no, he is a very classic character. Thank you very much. <laughs> they start to approach, like, uh, this, like, uh, thing that Hojo had in, in like, this cap, uh, giant capsule. And it's uh, this... A creature called Jenova, who's like this being from beyond the stars who like eats planets. Uh, and like Same. Cloud senses, starts sensing Jenova and like he passes out. When he wakes up, you know, everyone's like gone into a 
hiding spot and uh, uh, we're seeing like some of the ghosts and Red explains that uh, these are called whispers. They are arbiters of fate, making sure that fate goes as intended. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. And then they get a message. So why has no one ever fucking seen them before? You'll understand later. Anyway. (laughs) How much later is there? (laughs) Yeah, how much is left of this part one? Not much. I, I'm, I'm. We're get. We're getting to the tail end of this. Don't worry. Okay. 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 So, so there, there's a message. Message from Wedge. Hey, we're bringing in reinforcements, and we're bringing in a help helicopter to help you escape. And uh, there, and you know, and then he dies again. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. Oh my Does god! Does he not die? <sighs> I. Let me explain. Okay, so. <laughs> So, is there, is, Jeff, is there an option that isn't death or life? Well, I guess we'll fucking find out, Jocelyn. Maybe it becomes one of the whispers or turns into a fucking Chester the Cheetah motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so they go they go along the way and they come across Sephiroth. Again, he doesn't really Ooh. appear in disc one, so interesting. He uh They're just like, Who's that guy? He's got a big sword. Uh, I don't know, he's not relevant. I mean I mean like Cloud reckon <laughs> Cloud and Tifa recognize him because like stuff that happens that's not really relevant to disc one. Uh Sephiroth fair. Cloud Cloud Sephiroth and then they go then they part ways again. Very Kingdom Hearts style. Sephiroth beats their asses and then like cuts the walkway and they fall to like this uh laboratory that like Ho- Hojo controls. And there's like this uh detour yeah, so they make their way to the top with and meet the president of Shinra. And uh, before they really get to do anything, uh, Sephiroth comes in and stabs the president. And, uh, and, uh, from, from three rooms away, I imagine. <laughs> I mean, he, co- he somehow <laughs> manages to come out of nowhere and sneak up on everybody. But anyways, and then Barrett's like, yo, what, what's going on? Explain yourself, Sephiroth. And then Sephiroth stabs Barrett. And keep in mind, oh, no. Barrett is a character from the original games who survives till the end. So so why is he dying in the first third? <laughs> yeah. So and then uh, Sephiroth like unleashes this uh, uh, thing called the Genova Dream, Dream Waker, who is like this giant monster that we have a boss fight with. And he make he he just walks off, and then like after beating the boss, uh, everyone's like really sad that Barrett dies. But then one of the ghosts come and heals Barrett, and he comes back, and they were like, "I thought you were dead," and he was like, I, <laughs> "Me too, bitch." I was. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, this is uh, okay. Yeah. Quite a quite a liberal use of the term remake. Let me. T- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like in the original one, yeah. ha- the way the events go was that like. They get captured. They eventually get captured uh, while saving Aerith, and they were in these prison cells. They go to sleep and mm-hmm. wake up, and the doors are all open, and there's like blood all over the walls, and like dead people all over the place. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? They go up, see that the president is dead with Sephiroth's sword in his back, and they're like, and Cloud's like, oh, fuck, it's Sephiroth. And that's how it originally went down, but hmm. yeah, not this time. Uh, they no, it's, okay. So that's when they meet the son of the president, Rufus Shinra, who uh, uh, is basically like, I'm like the president, but even worse because I believe in fascism instead of just like trying to be a puppet, puppet trying to wait, 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 wait. Isn't Shinra the name of the organization that Cloud worked for? Yeah. 
Shinra is the name of the organization that Cloud worked for, and like it's the president. It's the dude's last name. Yeah, it's this dude's last name. You know, uh, <laughs> President Shinra owns the company, and oh, does... his last name was Shinra too. Okay, yeah. I missed okay. that. Okay, you know, uh, Cloud's like you. You guys get out of here, and I'll uh, and I'll uh, fight fight Rufus, and uh, so Cloud has his duel with Shinra. Tifa's like, I'm gonna stay behind to help Cloud Barrett. Aerith and Red uh, go have a boss fight to get out. Uh, and, like, everything's starting to come down because uh, Sephiroth's doing some screwy shit. Uh, and, <laughs> and, that uh, rascal. That feels like an understatement. And, and also, like, the ghosts are now, like, everywhere. They're just swarming the entire building for some reason. Uh, what? And like wedge because they're trying to they're trying to course correct because the fucking plot of the game is so different from the original that they're like oh fuck fate is wrong we gotta go and that's why the ghosts are here yeah. is because the plot's not happening the way that it did the first time yeah and and, uh, and like wedge is in the building and like the ghosts are like attacking wedge and he's like you should have died twice already <laughs> motherfucker yeah and you know uh we see like cut cut a sort of cut to black and him saying. Uh, tell me I mattered, which was his last words in the original game. Uh, it's it's amb- it's ambiguous whether he died or not. I'm not sure. We'll have to see in the next. It looks like he already died oh. twice already. Yeah, we'll find out in part two. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Tifa manages to save Cloud from falling off building. Uh, the rescue helicopter gets shot down by Rude and Reno, and Ruf- Rufus Shinra like gets away in his own helicopter with the Turks. So, so Cloud and Tifa, they, they meet up with uh, Barrett, Aerith, and Red, and they escape uh, by, like, uh, stealing a vehicle. Cloud's on a motorcycle, and they recreate a scene from the original scene from the original where, like, they're escaping, and Cloud has to, like, fend off uh, guards and soldiers and stuff while using his big-ass fuck-off sword on a motorcycle. <laughs> His sword as big as the motorcycle itself. Yes. I love uh, his exactly. motorcycle. Uh, and, you know, they're motorcycle. they're escaping, and when you see the full view of the building, it's very clear the ghosts are all over the fucking place. Uh, Rufus like, what the hell is going on? Uh, but otherwise, the se- chase sequence is actually pretty normal. Uh, you, have a, you have a boss fight, and, like, there's, like, this uh, Midgar checkpoint, and, like, basically... If they pass that place and, like, get out of Midgar, the game is relatively unchanged, aside from a few who's stuff, right? <laughs> but, bitch, that ain't what happens. So Sephiroth, so Sephiroth appears, and everyone, like, stops, and he's like, follow me. And, like, shows off this rift, and they're like, what? what is this? And it's, and they're, like, discussing, like, the whispers and what the hell is going on, and basically the whispers are trying to maintain debt maintain fate and stuff and uh they're like we follow sephiroth into that we could change fate do we want to do that and if you could change your fate would you <laughs> and and they're hesitant and uh Aerith is like maybe we shouldn't mess with the way things are supposed to go and then cloud and the rest of the gang are like no i don't i don't i don't like the i don't like the idea of uh, my fate being determined and it's important to note that like the original game had an ambiguous ending right so they do manage to mm-hmm. beat sephiroth and stop Genova, 
but there's still a big ass. But wait, the original game had an ambiguous ending. The, at the end of the first disc, or at the end of the whole game? At the end of okay, yeah. At the end of the whole <laughs> game, there is an ambiguous ending. Uh, okay, right. And That's at the fine. very end, you know, they managed to beat Sephiroth. Cloud has his final showdown where he like shows that he's risen above by using his ultimate move, Omni Slash. Very anime stuff. Uh, they de- mm-hmm, they mm-hmm, got rid mm-hmm. of Genova, but there's still a big ass meteor coming down. Uh, the planet they can awaken the planet to save the world, and the problem with that is that while the planet's going to be okay, we're not they're not sure if humanity will if the planet will consider humanity a problem to it, and thus try to <laughs> wipe out all of humanity. And it ends on this big flash. That's how the original game ended. Now, of course, they're not aware of it in the remake, but I I think the implication is very clear what's going on. And so Aerith opens the uh, rift and they jump into this sort of surrealist place where they then have to fight fate itself. And like fate's like using like all these attacks called sacred and inviolate, which I had to break out a dictionary for inviolate. It means something that should not be changed. Something that is sacred. Uh, sacrosanct, <laughs> uh, sacrosanct, you know? So, you know, in the surrealist escape, every, everyone's like jumping from building to building, teeth are punching through buildings, a cloud's cutting through shit. Uh, it's ridiculous. And this is all original fucking content, right? Like, no, this is not, no. okay. <laughs> we have, we have jumped off the fucking rails, okay? And so, and like, event, and like in the stage two part of the fight, you're like fighting these three spirits, and, like, you know, if you use the scan materia to, like, learn their weaknesses and also get some flavor text, the flavor text will describe the three spirits as, like, a being from another universe who primarily fights with a sword, a being from another universe who primarily fights with a gun, and a being from a- another universe who primarily fights with fists. And keep in mind, Cloud uses a sword, Barrett has a gun for an arm, Tifa has, like, or is the world's greatest martial artist, so... Or, alternatively, it's the fucking, uh... the the me characters from Smash Brothers. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> alternatively, oh my yes. God. But, but yeah. So, yeah, for, pretty clear that the implication is that you're basically fighting, like, the spirits of, like, the original... They're not... Huh. Like, keep in mind, they're not actually, like, Cloud, Tifa, and Bear from the original game, but, like, you know, the metaphor. Sure. <laughs> Wonder what this is a metaphor for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's very it's all clear. all about the metaphors. It, look, this whole <laughs> sequence in this uh, place is clearly, like, one big old metaphor right now. Like, we've we've stopped, like, being di- diegetic, and it's all just sort of, like, dream logic now. Uh, Wild. But, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, you know... They fight, they eventually kill fate itself, and then Sephiroth shows up. That seems like it would have bad implications. So Sephiroth shows up and it's and he he's like, Sup. And they they like start Sup. fighting Sephiroth. Uh and then like Sephiroth drags Cloud into uh this place that he describes as the edge of creation itself. And so Sep- and they ha- Oh, an important thing is while they're fighting fate, I almost forgot this, sorry, uh while they're fighting fate, they're, like, seeing images of, like, uh, stuff that happened in the original game, right? Like, we see the post-credits of the original game. And- like, in its but original like graphics? Or- 
Okay. Yeah, I was like, do we do we see the cone faces or do we see like actual emotion? Uh, uh they're using like the cutscenes instead of the in-game graphics, so it does look better than it did. Uh, than yeah. it would have. Yeah. So. Okay. So uh, it's like it's like mostly updated. Yeah, it's mostly updated. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So so uh, uh, and we see like the post cred scene where we see like old an older version of red like looking at the wounds of midgar yeah and Mm -hmm. you know in the original it was uh left ambiguous whether this is just midgar hundreds of years after and humanity is fine or if humanity really is gone uh they were like what what did we just see and red was like what may come to be if we are not successful and uh interesting and, and then and we see flashes of other like the scenes from the past games like uh, the death of Zach Fair, who is like this character who dies before the events of the game, but is like really important to Black Cloud's backstory. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and we see like the opening like scenery shot of like the iconic er- of Earth's death, and it's like, and it's like they don't show Earth's death, but like you know, it, the moment you see that image, you're like, oh, oh, you're gonna go there, like, like. Huh. So basically what you're telling me is that this game is not a remake, but a canonical, like, multiversal sequel. Is that the implication? Yeah. Like, this is, this is, this takes place in the same continuity as the original game, but is not in the same universe as the original game or is not in the same I, uh, multiverse or whatever yeah or I, is I, in the same what you know what i mean that yeah, is like I, a no, no. alt reality yeah, some, it's something like that right and like here's something really important to sort know. of like the fucking uh the the ruby and sapphire remakes of the pokemon game where they're just like oh yeah there, there's a fucking multiverse in the pokemon universe that's why there's some pokemon just don't exist in other games or whatever Right? Yeah. Kinda... Yes. It's it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, here's the thing. Like the implications of that, because like, here's the thing about Earth's death in the original. Uh, you know how like a lot of people, their first experience with mortality was like watching Bambi or like watching The Lion King. There are a lot of people sure. for whom that was first experience with the idea of mortality, and also it's like a really heartrending scene for a lot of people. And like one of the most famous scenes from Final Fantasy VII, uh, mm-hmm. so the idea that like it like it was even to a point like you can find like old video game articles like ho- with like hoax stuff about like uh, oh you can save Earth if you do all this ridiculous shit and gotcha and so in this game though Earth doesn't actually die is what you're telling me or at least not yet in this game. Well, they haven't really gone to the point where where Aerith was supposed to die. Part two, right? That, that would have been yeah, way gotcha. after. The, that would have been way after the fact of disc one. But the, but they have already set up the precedent they, because yeah, Wedge, yeah, they're set, Wedge is alive, right? Yeah, yeah, they're setting up the precedent that hey, this iconic scene that's like the first thing you think of when you think of Final Fantasy VII might not be there, and that is such that's interesting. That is such a ballsy thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Do you think that they're gonna? What do you do? You think that they're gonna make it optional, or do you think that they're gonna stay like make it set up the precedent that it could be optional, but then still make it like inevitable? I because I feel like that would be an interesting play. And which would you want them to do? Chadwick? I also, 
are we getting a part two? Well, we're definitely getting yeah, a part. Awesome. We're definitely getting a part two. This game sold like hotcakes. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> but man, I, I don't know what they're planning to do, but I am curious to see see what they plan. Uh, let me just finish this. I just have a few more sentences, and I will <laughs> okay, be done. I sure. swear. Oh, All right. So Sephiroth takes Cloud to what he calls the edge of creation, and they have this like almost shot for shot remake of like their final duel, where like Cloud uses the Omni Slash on him. But like, mm-hmm. but like this time, like uh, Sephiroth like beats Cloud because you know it's Cloud at the beginning and not Cloud at the end and stuff. Uh, after all the right. character development, and he's telling Cloud, "This is seven seconds before the end. Make good use of it." And then he just flies Ooh. off, presumably to homoerotically torment Cloud and Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like you know, Cl- the they leave and like they end up getting ejected out of that dreamscape place and you know you, and you start seeing like montages and like uh you see uh you see like zach the scene where he was originally supposed to die he doesn't die and brings cloud to midgar and it's like how did this brings up so many questions because mm-hmm. his death is actually integral to glad's backstory is he still alive did he just die in a different way? Who the fuck knows? And we leave off with them midi- leaving Midgar in a scene reminiscent to something that was in the original. And like Aerith looks back at Midgar and she says, I miss the steel sky. And which is harkening back to a line she said earlier. But of course, the metaphor is very clear. In this case, the steel sky is like the game they're leaving or like the events of the original game that they're leaving behind with the wide open sky ahead of them being the uncertain future uh, that they're moving into. And that's how Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. VII ends. Another important note, one more important note, uh, there's also like a shot of like Biggs uh, and shows that Biggs is alive strongly implies Jesse is alive. (laughs) So like, none of the three people... Were they supposed... They were supposed to... Were they supposed to die in the original They were supposed to die in the original... You know, so, like, the fact that they're alive, it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) They're just like, fuck it, everyone's alive. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and that's, and that's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, the original game ended with just them moving past the checkpoint, getting out of Midgar, and, like, with a, a knowledge that Sephiroth's still out there, and they gotta stop Sephiroth, and thus kicking off the larger plot. And here, it just went off the fucking rails. And that's Final Fantasy VII Remake. yeah. I'm wondering like how much like they must certainly go back to some formula that existed in in the the latter discs in the original one, right? Otherwise there would be fucking riots, right? So I'm just wondering how they're going to turn it around to get it back to or if they're just going to continue off the deep end and just be like, yeah, no, this is a different story now. Fuck off. I like, I you know? legit do not know and that's or if they're just like setting it up to like basically I don't know, because, like, they're doing a remake, right? So, like, when you're playing a remake, you basically know how the plot is going to go, right? Like, you know all the story beats. So, I wonder if they're, like, setting up all this ambiguity to make people who are playing the game be like, wow, I genuinely don't know how this is going to go anymore, even though I've played this game before. And then maybe, like, hit all of the same notes that they did before so that, like, the... I don't know, to, like, recreate a sense of the the unexpected or whatever. Yeah. So that you don't 
actually know what's going to happen, even if a lot of the same stuff does happen. That would be kind of yeah, an interesting. I, f- I feel like they could yeah, probably really play. play with like the idea of fate being something you can't super change. Where like they all is you... right. <clears throat> eventually they get back to where things would have been in the original yeah. somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are. Yeah, and it's funny you guys mentioned that because here's my initial reaction to this ending. I was at first furious, like. I <laughs> yeah, because it's different at all, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, because you're expecting a remake. I was expecting a remake, and I got Nomura doing his Nomura shit right here. Uh, yeah, he really turned this into a into a fucking Kingdom Hearts game, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> and like keep in mind, uh, most of the people who made the original game are working on this game, so this isn't like corporate fan fiction. This is right the original devs. Being this like, is the original devs fan fiction. This is what they wanted. <laughs> The original devs doing their own, doing something unexpected. Uh, and, like, initially I was angry, but, like, as time went on, I kind of started to get it. And I kind of started to like what they did. And I'm actually excited to see because you know that experience you have when you read a good book or finish a good show where it's, like, it ends just how you want it. It's great, but there's a sadness because, like, you'll never get to... Because it's over. It's yeah. over, and you'll never really get to experience it again. And you could rewatch it, but at the end of the day... Uh, that first reaction is always the first reaction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I realize Final Fantasy VII is new to me all over again. And in doing all that insane Nomura shit that they did, fi- I get to re-experience Final Fantasy for the first time. Yeah, it's kind of wild, too, because it's like... It it feels a little bit different than just, like, doing an adaptation of it and then, you know, having some details change for whatever writing reasons. Because, like, it, it's 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 doing that, uh, oh my god, like, fucking, I guess Colin's on this goddamn episode of the podcast because I'm going to fucking talk about Star Trek right now. But oh uh, <laughs> it's like doing the thing that the J.J. The, the J. Abrams Star Trek movies did where it's just like, yes, like, you know, notion, like, uh, you know practically these are reboots to tell new stories with the same characters but notionally it actually does exist within the same multiverse right so it's not yeah it's like a way of telling the same stories new like with new takes without like erasing any of the original yeah Yeah, it's like oh that's still that it all happened the way that you played it in the first game too it's just that was in a different alternate reality of whatever's happening here so it's i don't know it's kind of an interesting interesting concept yeah because i think still, in some cases works out but you still feel validated for having gone through the first game yeah sure yeah but right. i do i do as someone who's never played either now i feel like i have to play seven well see now jocelyn it's it's interesting that you say that because i think that's probably a, a good way to to turn into the uh the ratings section of this podcast because unless you have any other glaring questions i mean i think chowder explained it pretty well i don't yeah. have a lot else to ask um i think we should probably move on and and talk about i don't know our our intrigued interest in the topic yeah um so yeah there we, we there we are we're in the fucking ratings thank you chowder for that uh that description it was uh very informative 
and uh, it was it was fun to listen to. Um, now we're going to be sort of rating the topic, I guess? Question mark. Chowder, you know this game better than I do. Do you have a scale you want to set this to? One to ten. Okay, I've got two ideals for the scale. One to ten chocobos, pretty standard, easy stuff. <laughs> sure. Or one to ten flashbacks of. Uh, Sephiroth homoerotically tormenting Cloud while surrounded by flames. Well, I like that one. Oh, gosh. That's a tough choice. <laughs> gonna go with the homoeroticism, though. Gotcha. That's where it always... It, it always turns it, that way in the end, doesn't it? it um, <laughs> the marking of good Alright, so I... I yeah, we, we Jocelyn, I'll, I'll have... We, we can start with you. I guess... I, I, what are we fucking are saying like our interest in going to play the game or our interest in where the story is going I don't know you, um, you, fucking t- you just go for it yeah so so qu- question again which playstation is the first version on the first version uh, is on the original playstation you can also like get it on uh, steam and uh, playstation network and uh, basically you can get it you, so you can play it now on the current yeah, systems? You can, yeah, you can play it now on the current systems. Uh, okay, and, that helps. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> like, for me, I feel like I now would want to play the fir- the original first mm-hmm. and then play this one because I know that they're going to be so different. Yeah. Um, but then I have to go through those graphics again. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's the thing. But, like, here's the thing. The story so, is genuinely good. Uh, if you can get past those janky ps1 graphics you have a wonderful story i i genuinely believe that that's that, that that's the thing that's the hang-up is that i'm already bad at video games you know <laughs> <laughs> i already like i can only replay kingdom hearts because i've played it and i know how to do it so i can get over the jankiness of it um mm-hmm. i have a harder time doing that with games i didn't play as a child so it's really tough because i'm i'm so intrigued like I'm very intrigued. I will probably watch Let's Plays. <laughs> yeah, Let's, yeah, Let's Plays are a good way too. I mean, because it's a JRPG, it's a very linear story. I want to know more, so I will give this a nine homoerotic moments between Sephiroth and uh, Cloud. Cloud. While surrounded by flames. Yeah, while surrounded by flames, of course. Um, so I want to see that. I want to. I want to see how it all unfolds. So like. I, I'm giving a nine, but like, will I play it? Probably not. Yeah, that's, that, that's kind of where I'm. Yeah, that's definitely fair. What I, what I really wish, uh, what I really hope Square Enix does, since the remake is going in this direction, is that they do mm-hmm. like do like a graphical overhaul of the original game. They don't have the source material, but or not the source material, the source code. They don't have the source yeah. code, but like, here's the thing: Final Fantasy VII is one of the most beloved games. They would easily make their money back if they just made. God, it. could you imagine? They're like, "Hey, we we did the final Final Fantasy VII remake, but it was a little bit different. So here's the vanilla version of that remake. <laughs> here's the, here's with, the with, real with, remake with like the updated graph <laughs> with like graphics that are more yeah. modern. But it's yeah. Nomura, so it's gonna be called like Final Fantasy. Um, it's Final Fantasy VII, right? Final Fantasy yeah. 7 Zero, the original. It's, yeah, it was yeah gonna it's, it's gonna be like some really long ass title under it, and that's how we'll know it's the real remake. Yeah, um, we should have known just from the fact that they called it Final Fantasy 7 Remake that this was gonna be something completely different. That's on us for not for underestimating Nomura, honestly. Yeah, oh, no, I should see that coming. But here I am, Jeff. Uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, 
Yeah, I would, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Jocelyn, probably like an eight or a nine. I'm going to go with eight. Like, I'm really interested to hear how the story goes, probably from, you know, listening to you or watching Let's Plays or just fucking listening to YouTubers talk about it or something. But uh, probably pretty unlikely that I'm going to go back and play these games just because I'm not a huge video game person. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, you color me intrigued, like even just on principle, if nothing else, of um, doing this sort of remake that's not really a remake, but yeah. is kind of a remake. But yeah. I'm, I'm interested fun. to see how how Buckwild it goes in the in the last, uh, you know, in the next installments of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Chowder, do you have any? I mean, obviously, I know you're into it, but do you, you have any uh, fucking thoughts to throw in to that? I, I think I already uh, said it. I'm. Is Final Fantasy VII is now new to me all over again, and I'm. I honestly respect sort of the guts it took for the devs to do this because this, yeah, this would have been an easy slam dunk for them, uh, but they instead uh, rested on their laurels and no wait that's not the right. I was gonna say they definitely didn't rest on their laurels for this game. <laughs> no, uh, no, they, they, they really like they stuck stuck to their guns. They stuck to their yes. guns. How Thank about you. that one? Yeah. They stuck to their guns and they wanted to, and they basically said, no, I don't want to keep making the same games from 10 years ago for the rest of my life. Sure. We'll just mostly do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just, just Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> and we're go- we're going to go in this direction and uh, we're going to take whatever consequences from this ambition we do. And I respect that a lot. And... Mm-hmm. For all that, and because the game itself is actually really good, the action's great, the character's great, uh, I'm going to give it 10 homoerotic Sephiroth flashbacks wreathed in flames out of 10. Perfect. Sounds all right. right. Well, yeah, this is, that was, wow. That, maybe not as, as uh, fucking convoluted as as, uh, as Tenet was, but, but still almost. had... <laughs> Almost, yeah. There was still <laughs> it, like time shenanigans, so yeah. right. More convoluted in some ways, but I think that is going to wrap it up for us today, folks. Uh, thank you for listening to the Common Geeking program. Again, I've been your host, uh, Jeff Levitt. You can find me. Uh, I've got an Instagram called Things I Wish Existed, and there's the dot between each word. And I haven't posted in months. Uh, and I have a YouTube toy review channel, if that's your thing, Alchemist Prime Reviews. And if not, no worries. And again, I've been joined by Chowder and Jocelyn. Uh, you guys have any uh, social media handles or fucking whatever you want to pimp out? You want to go Chowder, first? You, go f- oh, you yeah. can go first. He okay. said you first. I, I said Chowder, <laughs> oh, not Jocelyn. I, I, I didn't. Just so the people, just so we can fucking, you know, get our, our story straight. We don't want, you know, people looking for Chowder's social media on Jocelyn's yeah, handles. That I don't, would be bad. They might not be able to tell you apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TimeWillChowdery. Uh, you can also check out the Common Geeking Program Twitter page at Geeking Program, where that I run, uh, basically. And you can also find me as a member of a real play podcast called Dice Populi. You can find that on yeah. DicePopuli.com. That was just really so yeah, so a lot of the same people from uh, from Common Geeking Program, like Colin and Ryan and Pat and Matt. So if you've listened to a lot of our old episodes, it's a very familiar cast, and it's a it's a good time. Jocelyn, 
you can... Uh, if you want more <laughs> Sword Boy anime-esque stuff, watch Mau Mau Heroes of Pure Heart on Cartoon Network and HBO Max. Uh, a lot of Final Fantasy fans made that show, so <laughs> it's a very good time, and I also worked on it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, well, that's an important <laughs> detail here. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it, it helps me. Uh, I mean, sort of, not really, but please watch it. It's a very good time. It, it, it helps you emotionally, if nothing else. It, there you go. And uh, otherwise, you into it. You I mean, I guess you could follow me on it. Twitter, but like, I don't, I don't tweet. So, Joss.Bark, I think. I don't remember my... <laughs> I'm too tired for this. <laughs> Skip that. <laughs> I don't remember. All right, well, it. yeah, you're going to have to put in some of your own work if you want to find Jocelyn on Twitter. But uh, yeah, uh, our next episode will be airing on the third Friday of February, which is going to be the 19th. So, uh, no, wait, that's this one. My B. Uh, <laughs> third Friday of March. That's when the next one is going. That's really also the 19th huh it's because february is a perfect square this time yeah okay cool that's cool good for february anyways <laughs> uh <laughs> thank you for listening to this uh podcast subscribing sharing everything else that you do and we'll uh we'll talk to you next time ciao bye i knew you were gonna do it dur This episode of the Common Geeking Program is hosted by Jeff Levitt. Join this episode by Timel Chaudhary and Jocelyn Barkenhagen. This episode is sponsored by Feedback Loops. I'm overwhelmed with my work, and so I put it off, which creates more work that overwhelms me that I continue to put off because I'm overwhelmed. The podcast is created and produced by Colin Ketchin and Jeff Levitt and features original music by Colin Ketchin. This episode was edited by me, Timel Chaudhary. We'd love for you to stay engaged with us on social media at Keegan Program or by using hashtag CGP. If you want to know more about us and all of our other projects, head to commongeekingprogram.com.